Richard Randall, welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. It's the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Barb Schlinker. She's the host. She is the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And Barb, everyone is saying that the market is really strong for home sellers. I see it in the newspaper all the time. So why do the details of selling need to be so carefully managed these days? Well, even though it is a seller's market and the market's really strong if you're a home seller, these details are hugely important to keep a buyer, basically, and make sure the process goes smoothly. Right now, the market indications are so strong. Uh, available inventory, that's the available of single-family homes on the market in the El Paso Teller and Elbert counties, the number of homes available is down by 51% from a year ago. And the total of number of homes that went under contract went up by 22%, along with the average days on market. That's the average number of times it takes from a house goes active to a house going under contract is 19 days. That doesn't mean that the seller has to let their guard down about the process. Any little thing could potentially derail a buyer. You have to remember, not only is it a business transaction, but it's a very emotional transaction for people, both on the buy and the sell side. So the agents need to appropriately manage expectations every step of the way, including things like negotiations, repairs, making sure they're all squared away with their loans. And, you know, I had a, a colleague of mine that said something to me years ago that really stuck with me. And she basically said, look, you have to do everybody's job to get it done, which is true. People in all aspects of these real estate transactions could potentially drop the ball. So we want an extra pair of eyes on everything. The agents should be good with their buyers on managing expectations like what repairs are reasonable to ask for an inspection and what are not reasonable. I had one deal fall out recently because the buyer made a good offer. She knew the home wasn't remodeled. It wasn't HGTV. It, it, she wanted to update it with new carpet and stainless steel appliances and put in granite counters and maybe new light fixtures. Okay, that's what she wanted to do with the property, but that doesn't mean it's the seller's problem. So during that week, she tied up the home for almost 10 days, did an inspection, and then terminated because of the cost of the estimates of doing those upgrades that she planned to do after closing, which really was unfair to the seller because they took their house off the market 10 days so she could, quote, lock and shop, which is just completely inappropriate. Um, whenever a home goes off the market and back on, it actually disparages the property. The other buyers think, oh my God, what happened? There must be something wrong. And there really isn't. There's something wrong with the buyer, but nothing wrong with the seller or the property. So then we have to go back in the MLS and put in the agent showing remarks the reason why the buyer terminated so their buyers don't think that there's something wrong with the house. It's really frustrating for me. Um, and very, very frustrating for the seller. But don't get discouraged because they've already gotten a contract. That's a really good indication that they're going to get another buyer, another contract. And they ended up getting another buyer right away. So there's a lot of different things to manage in the real estate transaction. Um, and how 
the performance takes place with the agent is really important. How often is the agent communicating with the seller about the property? How much are they communicating with the seller about the process? Um, I recently sold a home. It doesn't mean that once a home goes under contract and then they do their inspection and you negotiate inspections, you're done. There's a lot of things involved every step of the way. And we get involved and we help the seller make good decisions about the whole process. Recently sold a home up in Monument that had acreage. It was an older home built in the 70s. A lot of details to get taken care of. So even though there were many, many improvements to this home, it had been remodeled, they did an addition, they added a three-car garage, they put on a new roof, uh, they redid the well pump and the pressure tank. Uh, There were just many things that were done, but um, the buyer's getting a VA loan, so we had to process a well water test Um, That's required for VA financing. And the problem is when the inspector ran the test, he didn't do it properly. So there's a certain way that you have to run the test because if they're testing for bacteria, it's easy to pick up bacteria off the faucet, but it may not have anything to do with the water in the well. So when he tested, it tested high for this, what's called coliform bacteria, But in fact, when we brought in a professional to do the test later, we found out that there was no coliform bacteria. It was just the inspector did an improper test at the wrong place, and they picked up bacteria off the faucet. Uh, Permits. So permits, not every single permit on improvements on a home are recorded. If it's an older home, there's permits that were legacy that they might keep in paper files down at regional building. So there's a lot of information that might need to be disclosed to the buyer to find things out. The septic transfer. So sellers don't do this every day. If they have a septic system, the county now requires that they have to apply for a septic transfer document. It's the health department. They want to make sure that the septic system is not contaminating the groundwater or anything like that. So what's required is the seller typically has to hire It could be a buyer or seller, but normally it's the seller that pays for this, where they have a septic company come out, inspect the system. If there's more than 30% solid matter, then they have to pump the system, and then they have to turn in a report to the county. Once the report goes into the county, the seller has to go and apply for transfer of the property, and those transfers are good for six months. So all these little details, the seller doesn't do this every day. They don't know about it but we help them along the way doing these processes so that it can be closed on time and smoothly without any drama at the last minute. Title issues could come up. Like if there was a name change on the buyer or the seller, then there has to be clear documentation to the title company to transfer title. Um, And really sometimes I get offers where it's really obvious where that the agent didn't quite understand what was the content of the contract. And I'm now I can say I'm really good and well read on that, but I haven't always been. And, but not every agent has different level of experience. I don't hold that against them. I just try to help them and say, all right, well, this is what this means. Here's an example. When they send an an offer, there's a paragraph 9.1 that if you check that box, it mandates as part of the title insurance that there would be what's called a survey, which is a drawing of the property done by surveyors as, as if you're flying over the top. It shows the lot lines and the boundaries, et cetera. And they're looking for 
um, basically any boundary disputes or any buildings that may overlap a lot line, that kind of thing. Um, it used to be we did these surveys for every single closing, but they quit doing it probably 15 years ago. And the only time a title company is going to ask for these surveys is if there is a concern about a boundary dispute. Maybe there's two lots combined in one. Maybe um, there are certain areas of town where they will require surveys like uh, downtown old Colorado City. There's some historic homes up in Palmer Lake. Some of those lots are really colorful is <laughs> the way they're laid out. Um, so it, typically title company will require survey, survey for those, but a majority of the homes in the county typically are platted lots. There's no mystery about the boundaries. And as long as the seller signs what they call an affidavit that they don't know of any boundary disputes, then um, they won't require a survey. But if the agent checks the box, they will require a survey. So I'm trying to save people money here by not mandating something that's not necessary. But in general, most home sellers really want to know, okay, what happens next? What's next? And we are set up, we've set up our systems and our processes that we're communicating with our clients all the time. We have a system of videos that we send out that kind of gives them every step of the way about what happens next. Richard? That is one of the main reasons that I recommend you. I recommend you a trusted Navy veteran when thinking of buying or selling homes. I'm Richard Randall, and you're listening to The Real Estate Voice with myself, Barb Schlinker, of course, with your home sold guaranteed realty. And you can reach Barb at 719-301-3900. Barb has been through a lot of this. She's seen all of the changes that go from one system to the next, one sales procedure to the next. And one of the great things we enjoy talking about are some of the hot new listings that you have coming up. Barb, I'm excited. Tell us about them. Yeah, we've got some great ones coming right now. You know, it's funny, there was an article in the newspaper uh, just a couple days ago where some guy was saying that, oh, the real estate market, the prices have gone up so high, it's becoming unaffordable, and therefore there's going to be a crash. Well, I don't buy it. I'm sorry. I, I, I call fake news on that one. I think the market's strong. I think we've been underpriced for a long time, and I think the market's just catching up to that. And at the end of the day, buyers buy on house payment. They don't buy necessarily on the sticker price. So um, there are still affordable homes out there. As an example, these homes priced in the under 300,000. You know, when I first started, a $200,000 sale was a high-end sale back in the 90s. But now our average sales price is 435. We're seeing homes fly off the shelf all the way up to 600,000 and beyond. Um, but buyers at the end of the day buy on house payment. And with the interest rates being so low, you could buy a home in the upper twos and have your house payment with zero down be under $1,300 a month. That's cheaper than rent. So I think it's affordable. I think it's a great place to live here in Colorado Springs. I love it here. And so I've got some, some hot listings that make that category. This one on 167 Fordham Street, adorable ranch with a finished basement, four bedroom, two bath, covered enclosed patio, fresh carpet and flooring, really cute. Another lovely home at 2585 Sierra Drive, um, priced at 354999 This one has a spectacular kitchen. That's going to fly. We've got a beautiful home coming up in the 350s on 3020 Woodview Court. Gorgeous home coming soon. And that one has fresh carpet. 
Um, fantastic home out in Peyton on two and a half acres with a Mondo man cave garage that can fit an 18-wheeler priced in the low threes. And then we have an adorable house up in Cripple Creek in the low 300s on, on nearly two acres is just total serenity and, and mountain feel. And if you want even an investment home or a home that you could rent out or just a low-cost home in the northwest part of town, District 20, 6826 Mountaintop Lane, uh, priced at two thirty nine nine sixteen hundred square feet with fresh paint and fresh carpet. Richard? You've been listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. It airs every Sunday from 2 to 3 o'clock right here on 740 KVOR. If you're thinking of making a move, call Barb, 719-301-3900, or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. You can see Barb and the replays of this show on her YouTube channel, Barb Schlinker, or you can listen to the podcast on all of the podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, so many others. Thank you for listening, and reach out to Barb by giving her a call at 719 301 3,900. Thank you for listening. Be safe. And we will talk with you about real estate, buying and selling next Sunday from 2 to 3 o'clock right here on 740 KVOR.